Good morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. Today's learning is the Schuss of the Four Shlema for Rabbi Nachman Ben Yechevet Shifra. Zakta Helekege Maru, up to the Mishnah, 28a, third, Heirek and Gitan. Zakta Helekege Mishnah, maybe get when Yechezakin. Someone brings a get, and the principal, the husband, that sent the get was old. He was sick. Nice and low, you can still give deliver the get. The get is only valid if when he places the get in the wife's hand, the husband, the principal, is still alive. So even though he left there when he was old, from abroad, and he was sick, you can assume that he's still alive. The chazaka, we, we have a chazaka, you rely on the chazaka, that things are, it's an assumption that you rely on, that things are exactly the way they were. It didn't change. Israelite is married to a Koyin and is only eating Truma because she's married to a Koyin so she's allowed to eat Truma which is sacred which is only allowed to a Koyin his wife, his, his servant and her husband traveled abroad she's allowed to continue eating Truma we can safely assume that he's still alive someone sends his chattas, his sin offering, asks someone to, to deliver to the base of Migdash and offer it in the base of Migdash. And the chattas he only allowed to deliver if the, if the, if the owner is still alive. You have to put to death. So you can offer it in the base of Migdash. And explain, what do I need? Three, three examples. That's the mission. He qualifies our mission is only saying in the case of Zakan Shligi Ligavur if he's on, under 80 years old, once he reaches 80, then all bets are off. Then you can't just assume that he's still alive. No. And also, because most sick people heal. He's already over his 80. And he's on his deathbed. His throat is rattling. Some say also a person is a trefa. A person has a, a, a wound. That's a fa- could be a fatal wound. Since then most of them are going to die. So you can't assume when he gave her the get that he was still alive. Thank you, Mother Ace. We'll ask you, Ace. We'll buy by ass. We look. No. Not abroad. Not, not, yeah, yeah. Maybe across the street. <laughs> maybe if you go across the street, but <laughs> you see him from the window. Ace, we'll buy, yeah, buy, yes. We learned the Braisa. Maybe if he, if he brings the get, he's a Shlia to deliver the get. He was old. I feel a Ben Meir Shani. He was a hundred years old. And those and Lebuchas Kushukayim. So take it to you. The Brais argues with the Mishnah. The Brais says even for a hundred years old, you can safely assume he's still alive. You boys say if you want to answer, even the Iflig Iflig, there's a difference. Someone who's already a hundred years old, he has a gene, obviously, a longevity gene. So he's not the regular. You see, he's already an exception. He's part of a very select group. So age doesn't affect him. So therefore, you can, he's, he's the equivalent of a 70-year-old. You can assume he's alive. He can fly. There's no reason to suspect he's dead. But if from 80, it actually says this, this begins from the age of, 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 of 90. 90. Once you reach 90, he already, then you can assume he's alive. The bride says even 100. You would think 100, okay, any minute he's, he's, he's collapsing. No. 
Others say no, it's literally between 80 and 100. You can't assume he's, a, he's still alive. Over 100, under 80, you could. We learn now Mishnah maybe get the Nichizokin, Echel Nislav Hashrukaya that uh, he can give it a get. You can assume the husband is still alive. I mean, I'll ask you a question. We learned. Hades. Hades a git. Shoachas kedem. Lemisose. We learn the Braise. If the husband tells his wife he doesn't want her to have to be forced to marry his brother, if he dies childless, to be a yibum, to be stuck. So he says, but he doesn't want to divorce her, he loves her. So he says, I'm like, here's he get, which will take effect one hour before I die. She immediately has to stop eating truma. Because maybe this moment. He's an hour within his death. Maybe he's going to die in an hour from now. And therefore the get already kicks in. Because she's not allowed to eat truma. So therefore we see that we do worry that maybe, maybe, maybe he's going to die. Here you say we can assume he's alive. Here we don't assume. We say right now, immediately, at this moment, drop eating, stop eating truma because he may drop dead an hour from now. So you see, just because he's alive to now, you can't assume he's going to be alive an hour from now. Here you're saying he was alive when he left. He's traveling abroad. It can take him months. And you assume that, that he's still alive. He's, he's on a business trip and he can, and he can still leave. Truma. Yeah, yeah. Might drop that in the, in the minute, in the hour. What are you asking? Truma from Gitin. Truma, Efshir. Truma, she has options. If you're going to be strict and say you can't eat Truma, fine. She can eat Chulim. She's not going to starve. Gitin, however, get Liefshir. If you don't allow him to give a get, she's going to be in Aguna. <laughs> she's going to be stuck for the rest of her life. He's, he's abroad, he's old, he can't, he can't travel and give her the get in hand. So she's stuck. Yeah, but he didn't answer the question. But our Mishnah says the same thing by Truma. You can assume the husband, the husband is still alive. So we see, we don't worry that maybe he dropped dead. Here you're saying he has to stop eating Truma immediately because in an hour from now he can be dead. You don't say just because he's alive now, he's alive, will be alive in an hour from now. There is different. There's a difference. It's a very subtle difference. If you're going to say he's alive now, so you can assume he's still alive. You left him alive, so you can assume that the Chazaka, that he's still alive. There... The prohibition is an hour before he dies. Now, one day he's going to die. You know that one day he's going to die. The inevitable is going to happen. He's not going to live forever. So it's definitely going to happen. Now, now we're saying an hour before he dies. Since he's definitely going to die. So an hour before he dies, that kicks in immediately. I don't know when that's going to be. It could be. So therefore, since it's inevitably going to happen. To say that he that I left him alive and he's definitely dead? No, he's definitely not dead. He has a chazaka. He's probably still alive. But that's I'm I'm basing it on the assumption of continuation of what was in the past. But I'm saying, but here you can't say for certain that he'll never die. 
there'll never be an hour before his death. So therefore, since that's inevitable, that will come, it's a metziyah. You can't say a chazaka is never going to die. He's def- chazaka is definitely going to die. Here the chazaka has to be that he's not going to die. Right. Exactly. There, the chazaka is still alive. You're not saying he's never going to die. He's, just, he's still alive. That's a strong chazaka. Strong chazaka. Our papa says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How do you know that he's definitely going to die? And therefore, there's definitely going to be an hour before he dies where there's a get. There's definitely going to be a get in the picture. It's not true. How do I know that he's going to die first? Maybe he'll die first. If he dies first, it'll never happen. There's no get. It'll never be a get. There'll never be a get. So therefore, it's also not definite. So, so therefore, you should rely on the chazaka. That he's still alive. Fine, but it doesn't matter. But 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 what so he's we're saying, saying is he's definitely going yeah. to have to. Yeah, there's, that there's definitely going to be a get. No. Definitely be a get. So if we have to start right away, no. Who says? Who says? What's the definitely? Yeah, there won't there won't definitely be a get. So therefore, you should rely on the chazaka, and she should be able to eat the rumah. Ella rather merabaya like kasha. It's not a contradiction. Or the mayor is taka machlekes atanoy. The beraisa and the mishnah is taka machlekes atanoy. The mayor is not chayish lemisa. Says you don't have to worry that maybe he'll die, and that's our mishnah that she can, he goes on abroad, he goes on a long trip, she can continue eating truma. But Rabbi Huda says the brayser that says that a get an hour before I die, she has to stop eating truma immediately. Is taker Rabbi Huda? Who's chayish lemisa? Where do we see this? None. We just had it earlier. He quoted the Mishnah says. Tanya, we learn. It's a bright If he buys wine from Kusim, when Kusim were still considered Yidn, but they were not reliable to do Trumas and Maisres, and he only has one he only has one flask. He doesn't have another another flask to pour the Trumas and Maisres out. Amari says, "Nay, look, she also laughs in trum. He has a hundred. Look, so two, two of a hundred. That's the trum. Asara, what's left over? I give ten percent. My suggestion. Tisha, what's left? Because after then, there's only ninety looking left, or even less. So then Tisha, the ten, the nine. My suggestion. Yeah. So the my he doesn't. He can drink that meiser shem. He just uh, he just uh, transfers it on money, and the money will take the Yerushalayim to even. But the truma and the meiser, the twelve lugin, is going to have to leave in the bottom, leave at the end. says no problem, and 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 uh, he can drink that, and then it's bredi. We're lying the bredi. That what's left over at the end. That was initially that was the truma and the meiser, the truma and the meiser, and the truma. Therefore, he can drink the rest. Not because, like we learned earlier, not because they don't hold the breder, but the reason was because they hold shame yibaka. What if happens if it's going to break, and then it pours out? So it turns out you never took trumas and maizes. Then it turns out on mafreya you you drank devil mitzvadeshamayim, and Amir said you don't have to be choishes. So it's the same thing here. The question is, do you have to be choishes that something will happen, that an accident will happen, or something will happen or not? So that mayor says you don't have to worry. The same thing here. You don't have to worry. He's going to die. So she can eat truma, even if he says, get them an hour before I die. No, no, right now you're alive, you'll be alive an hour from now, I don't have to worry, maybe you're going to die. Yes, it may happen, I don't have to worry about this. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda say, no, you do have to worry. And therefore they would argue in the Mishnah also. 
according to them in our Mishnah, if he goes on abroad and is a bear, she would not be allowed to eat through him. You can't just assume. You have to worry. Maybe he died. Rav says you don't have to make this a machlekes at Our mission, but I say don't make it. I can say it's it's an, it's unanimous. Rav, I'm going to continue on side B. Shem emes lechashinon, shem yamus chashinon. He says he makes a distinction. In shem emes. Our mission, he wants to say everyone will everyone will agree in our mission. There, it's a question of Yibaka. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yisrael, talk about maybe, maybe the flask will split and it will all spill out. So the equivalent of that would be Shema Yamus. Maybe he will die. So by get, I understand. You can say, you can say by get. You can say by get that, that the, the Braise, the Braise that says that if you, I give you a get an hour before I die, She's not allowed to eat truma. You're right. That brayse does go according to only according to Rabbi Yisrael and Shimon Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Meir, according to Rabbi Meir, no, because according to Rabbi Meir, he holds that it's not definite. It's not definitely that you will um, that uh, you know maybe the husband will die first. So according to the mayor, she would be a lati truma. But our Mishnah, everyone will agree. Even Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Shimon, and, 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 and uh, Rabbi Huda will agree that if he goes from Dinah Sayyam, she can continue eating truma. Because Shema Meis, you don't have to worry, maybe he's died. He has a chazaka, he left, he's alive. Do we still have a chazaka that he's alive? Shema Meis, Lechashina, Shema Yamas, Lechashina. I'm going to ask the Rabbi, but no, Shema Yamas, please. Rav is trying to say not only the mission is unanimous, but that's Shema Meis, and according to everyone you don't have to worry, but the Brais is Shema Yamus, and the mayor will agree, Shema Yamus Chayshina. Yeah, but the mother slugged up already that, that, that you can't, it's not... In this case, he can't make a distinction of Shem But anyway, first he asked And Amir disagrees, just like you're not worried about. You're not worried about maybe the flask will, will crack. So too, you don't have to worry, maybe he's going to die. So the Bryce's ruling is a machloik. Really, the mayor does worry Shema Yamas. And everyone agrees Shema Meis, you don't have to worry. And Shema Yamas, everyone agrees you do worry. No, it is not the same, because no, I can give it over to someone to watch. Your life, you can't give it over to someone to watch. <laughs> no human being can stop you. If Hashem wants to take your life, he takes your life. Ask you didn't answer the question. Yeah, the shame is the same worry you have. Just like you can break it, the shame can also break it. So why, why shouldn't you worry any less? Who's going to watch the shame? Elam Adav, Shem Emes, Lechashina, Shem Yomus, Tanoi. Shem Emes, everyone agrees, Lechashina. Our mission is unanimous. Shem Yomus, Yitaka, right? It's a machlekes at Tanoi. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yisrael, Shimon says, you worry, Shem Yomus. Rabbi Meir doesn't agree with the whole concept of Shem Yomus. Argues on Abaya and he says it's not a machlekes at Our Mishnah can go unanimous. 
Our Mishma Shem Amaze, everyone agrees you don't worry Shem Amaze. Right, but the Braise is Taka The Braise is Taka only according to, that says you are worried, she can't eat the Truma. It's only according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yezir, Rabbi Shem. According to Rabbi Meir, you don't have to worry Shem Yom. So even though a person is definitely going to die, the Meir is not Chayshish for that. Man, doesn't worry about you. Definitely, you don't have to worry. It's a ch- yeah, one day he's going to die, but this minute I have to stop. He's going to die in the next hour. Man, does that machalik in Shemameis and Shemayamus? Makes sense, right? If you say he's alive now, he's going to be alive days from now, weeks from now, months from now. So you're going to say now she has to stop eating truma because you you worry that he's going to die in an hour from now. Just like he's alive now, probably continue to live in the next hour. Yeah, one day he's going to die, but not, not in the next hour. That's a mayor's opinion. Okay. Our mission says, Even though smich is not ma'akiv, but you shouldn't arrange it that way. So how can you send someone to offer the chattas for you without the principal doing the smich and not being in the base of English? There's no smicha. Noshim achayiv. If they're even an aveda, there's chayiv kadosh, and they did it b'shayi. They have to bring a korban chatos. There's no difference between men and women, but but and they're not obligated to smicha. By smicha says ish. Papa Amar, a different answer. B'chatsoif, chatsoif. Even by a man, chatsoif. There's no there's no smicha. Utzricha. Why does the mission have to give me three three halo, three examples? We that that we rely on the chazaka. The case of the get, the case of the truma, and the case of the carbon chatas. If you only tell me the example of get, because we have no choice, we have to help her. Rather, she's going to be in Aguna. Well, what are you going to do? She's stuck for life. He's too old to travel. He's sick, and she's stuck for life. He can't make her shliya. Abel truma, the evsha truma, the evsha de meloi truma. She can eat chulin, so she won't eat. The so therefore, maybe I would say there we should be suspect, suspect. We should suspect and worry. Maybe the husband died, so she shouldn't eat truma. She'll be okay. Nothing's going to happen. Biashmin the truma, the zimun leevsha. What if they're very poor, and the only thing that he can't afford chulin, the only thing they could eat is truma, because uh, he's a koyin. So the husband's a koyin. That's the only thing. That's the only food they have. So that's why he says, Also, you can say that's why we're lenient and we allow her to eat truma because she doesn't have the opportunity of eating chulins. Either that or she'll die, she'll starve to death. Maybe he's dead. That's why he says, No, the chazak is so strong for all three cases. Next Mishnah. Three things Rabbi Lazar and Prather said before the Chachamim and they confirmed his words. Al-Ir, And they agreed with him. Ir, Karko. That was laid siege. The enemy laid siege over a city. Ir, Karko. It was laid under siege. And if the boat was battered in the, in the sea, and someone who is going out to be tried for capital crime, all of these three cases... You can assume that they're still alive, and you can give the shliach and give the get. But if they already was conquered, not only was on the siege, but the city was already conquered, a boat that was lost at sea, and he's going out, he's already passed the sentence, now he's going out to carry out the death sentence of the court. 
So then we're not sure. You can't say for certain, is he already dead? Is he still alive? So therefore, you have all the stringencies. That Bas Yisrael, a Koyan, if she's an Israelite married to a Koyan, so you have to assume that he's already dead and she can no longer eat Truma. Or Bas Koyan Yisrael, if she's a daughter of a Koyan Yisrael, you can't say for certain that the husband is dead and therefore she reverts back to the status of a daughter of a Koyan who's allowed to eat Truma. No, maybe he's still alive. So therefore, in both of these cases, she's not allowed to eat Truma. That's the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, when the Mishnah says that when you go out, when she's, um, that if she's going out, when do you say that you were that you you still you you suspect maybe she's still alive, if the husband is still alive, even though. He was taken out to carry out the death sentence passed by the court. That's only in a Jewish court. But a non-Jewish court, taking him out to carry out if he was already sentenced to death, you know for certain that he was put to death, there's no doubt. And therefore, you can assume that the husband has definitely died, and therefore the Baskoyan is allowed to eat Ruma. And the Bas Yisrael is not allowed to eat through. Amalei Abaya Abayas, Abiyasev, Bez and Shluchar, but not meaning Kavlu Shechta. Why are you so certain that just because the court sentence he was taken out to carry out the death sentence, a non-Jewish court, you can one hundred percent assume that he's dead? Maybe they can be bribed. Amalei. In other words, a Jewish court reason is because. When they send them out to carry out the death sentence, they send them out with they're accompanied, and there's someone with a horse who wa- they wave flags. If if there's someone who comes to the court the last minute and says tries to uh, testify to his innocence and tries to undo the sentence, we immediately send the messenger out to to to, to retrieve him and come back to court. We reopen the case until until he's actually dead. We try to find the merit and try to uh, undo the sentence. But in a non-Jewish court, once they decided, they decided. So Abayi says, why? Maybe he can be bribed. So Amalei, Rabbi Yesu responded, When do they take bribes? That's before it's signed and sealed. Or before the, 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 the head judge gave out his verdict. Then it's, they don't take bribes because it's already signed and sealed and it's already went to the head judge, so it's embarrassing if they're going to change it. You know, they have to have the credibility of the court. I'll ask you a question we learned. Come back from this night. We learned the mission and Makis come up from the Shiamdush Naim, the Yemen, Midden, and the Sish Plainish, Nigmadin, the Basin, the Plaini, the Plaini, the Plaini, the Plaini, only in the case of of a uh, of a murder, of a capital punishment for murder. So, if these two witnesses come and testify that that this person was sentenced to death by the court, and then he ran away, and these are his witnesses, you don't need the original witnesses. Any other capital punishment, you need the original witnesses testify. But in this case, in the case of a of a murder crime. Any two witnesses who come and say that they testify that in, 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 in a different court this person was sentenced to death, and then he ran away before the court had a chance to carry out the sentence. So we kill him. 
The question is why? According to you, Rabbi Yasef, you said that it's not enough to, it's not enough that the court sentenced him to death. Maybe between the sentencing and the carrying out the sentence, maybe the court changed their mind. So therefore, how could you put someone to death based on the testimony of two witnesses who say that he was sentenced to death, but maybe between the sentencing and afterwards the court the court retracted because they, they new evidence uh, surfaced. So Gemara answers, shiny. When a person runs away, why did he run away? Because he knows he's not he knows he's not innocent. He ran away. So therefore, that undermines that's that's probably for sure the Bezdin he's guilty, and there's no reason to suspect that maybe the court rescinded its its verdict. Others say no, maybe he ran away because you know he wasn't he knew that he's innocent, but but uh, th- that evidence never came up. But the other reason is because really it's a very far fetched thing to, to to worry about. Maybe he's going to be. What are the chances? After the Bezdin, as it is, before they sentence any Jew to death, they exhaust the witnesses and they exhaust every possibility trying to find them innocent. What are the chances that they miss something and then in between the, the, uh, the sentence and carrying out the execution, they're going to over, overturn the case? It's so far-fetched. But it's a stringency that we think, you know, we take all possibilities into account. But since he ran away... So we punish him. So we're not. So we're following the strict law. The strict law says you don't have to, you don't have to think about it or worry about such remote possibilities. And therefore, we put him to death, based on that on that testimony. Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. We learn. We learn the brayz. If he heard from a Jewish best in a court, he's planning that uh, he heard from a Jewish court that this person died or he was killed. Yasiu, Yasiu es Ishte. Based on that, they can marry off. Based on that, they can marry off his wife. But if he heard they But if he heard from a non-Jewish executioner. He's planning that so and so died, so and so was killed. All you see is based on that, he can't marry off the wife and say that the person is dead. So, my mace and my netic, what does the Bryson mean when he says he died or he was killed? If you're going to want to say mace, mace, mama, that he already he died and he was killed, the Kavos, and similarly, in a similar case, that we say we believe the Jewish court and we don't believe the non-Jewish executioner, that so that this Jew died or was, or was killed. My, why not? My, my sister, why can't you marry the why, why can't the wife marry based on his testimony? The Kaimelon, we have a rule. Even a non-Jew, if he's speaking innocently, he's not coming to testify. He's just relating innocently. Then we believe him. So why shouldn't we believe the executioner that he killed so and so or the so and so was died? Elalav, shortly, we mean not that he died. They're testifying that he was sentenced to death. He's, he went out to death. We send him out to, to be executed. He went out to be executed. 
Uktani, and we learn Bebezdin Yisrael, Yasius Yishtai. We believe the Bezdin, that once he was sentenced to death, we can safely assume that the, the death sentence was carried out, was executed, and he was executed, so the wife is allowed to marry. Yudab Yasuf said, no, just having a death sentence from a Jewish court is not reason enough to allow him to marry. Maybe the court rescinded the verdict, maybe new evidence came up. Why isn't it a question of the Goy? Rabbi Yisuf also said that the Goy, he is believed. Once, once he's carried out a sentence, then, then we assume that they carried out, uh, once he was uh, sentenced to death, we assume that he carried out the execution. So why doesn't he ask? From the, also, the second part of the Baraisa makes no sense. That the Goyish executioner, the non-Jewish executioner, says that he was sentenced to death in a non-Jewish court. And him, him, we don't believe. It doesn't mean that, that they actually carried out the execution. Rabbi Yisrael is the exact opposite. And once a non-Jewish court sentences someone to death, we're not worried that maybe they were bribed. They certainly carried out the execution. So Taisu says, firstly, maybe he's talking about that the that the Pursi uh, Shinomag didn't sign off on it, you know, the, the top judge. So therefore... Just because he was sentenced to death, we do worry that maybe they were bribed. I mean, we do suspect maybe he was bribed and he was saved. Then Taisus says a different answer. That when do we say we believe a guy? If a guy says, if he speaks innocently and tells us that he saw the he saw the person dead, there's no re- you're not going to make up something like that. You're not going to confuse something like that. But to testify that he was sentenced to death, that we don't have to believe him. Even if he speaks innocently, maybe in his mind. Maybe in his mind he makes it. He's not confused. Maybe it wasn't. He wasn't being led out to, to the execution. He thought, or maybe he thought that that he was sentenced to death. Maybe he wasn't really sentenced to death. They were leaning to sentence him to death. They almost sentenced him to death. There, yeah, we don't have to believe him and take his word for it. And he can't rely on that hundred percent and say that surely, since he he said that he was sentenced to death, therefore surely they executed him. But who says he's accurate when he said he was sentenced to death? But no one, no adult is going to say that a person is dead if he didn't see him dead. No one's going to make a mistake between dead and not dead. But someone can make a mistake between being sentenced to death and he thought he was sentenced to death and almost sentenced to death and not being sentenced to death. But at least under Jew it's a question. Here the Bible says that the Bezdin, we believe the Bezdin. And once they sentence him to death and the wife is allowed to marry and we're not worried that maybe they rescinded the sentence. Rabbi Yisuf says, no, that a Jewish court, until he's actually killed, even if he's taken out the execution, we can't be 100% certain that the execution was carried out. Maybe they rescinded. Answers, la'olam, really, meis mamash. We're talking about that the Bezdin says that he died. He was executed. And the, and the non-Jewish executioner says that the court, the non-Jewish court executed. So why don't you trust then, why do you only trust the Jewish court and not trust the non-Jewish court's executioner? Why not? We do believe in non-Jew. If he says that he saw him, he executed him, he's dead. He says, He says, only in a matter that doesn't relate to him. 
the matters in which they relate to, they take pride, there they would lie, they would make a boast that the court executed so on. Even if they only saw he was taken to trial, he would boast and make a, an empty boast. So he's truly like objective. Here he's not objective. He would like to boast our court to sentence someone to death and is about to sentence. In his mind, he's already dead. Yeah, I saw he was executed. So there he would lie. And tomorrow we'll continue. The Gemara gives a different version of Rabbi Yosef's statement. But this answer is that Rabbi Yosef is not, Rabbi Yosef is talking about if he went out, he was sentenced to death, but he wasn't executed yet. Then he made a distinction between a Jewish court and a non-Jewish court. A Jewish court, even if he was sentenced to death, you can't say for certain that they actually carried out the execution and, um, and, and therefore, you, you know, but the, the, the case of a guy, once he's sentenced to death, you definitely you definitely uh, safely assume that they're going to carry out the execution. The Bryce was talking about something else entirely. We're talking about that someone testified from the Jewish court that he actually died, he was actually executed. And here we believe the Jewish court. He was executed, he was executed. But in the case of the, uh, non, the non-Jewish executioner, the non-Jewish court, here we don't believe him because he's not innocent. He has a reason to puff up a story or to exaggerate or to boast. So in his mind, he was about to be sentenced to death. He was sentenced to death. He's already dead. And he'll say he died, but it's not necessarily true. Everyone have a wonderful